This is Neil McKay from 7 Million Bikes, a Vietnam podcast. I'm doing my first ever in the field podcast. I've never done this before. First ever. Uh, so I'm up in Da Nang right now. We've just done an amazing comedy show at the workshop. Thanks to Chris and True Hotel and Da Nang 365 as well. Uh, we're coming off the stage, me and Jack Nguyen. And I'm here now with Chris, the owner of the workshop, who's been an amazing supporter of 7 Million Bikes. We've been, this is our third tour here. I forgot about that until today. This is our third time up here, which is so cool. And then we're also here with Mark and Chris, who are far... No, Jack. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all right. We're here with Mark. Yeah, we're here with. We're here with Mark and Jack. I'm gonna be really upset if you don't keep calling me Chris now. <laughs> I'm so bad with names. Like even yesterday. Well, there used to be more Chris's here as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Even yesterday, I messaged like someone I was doing an event with, and I was like, "Oh, is Justin gonna be there tonight?" And she's like, "There's no Justin here." I was like, oh, fuck, what is his name again? Yeah. His name is Julian, which is pretty close. Yeah. Wasn't that far away. But Chris, I'd like, always like to follow the popular crowd, so could I change my name from Mark to Chris? Yeah. Sure. All right, we got Jack and Mark, father and son from Australia. Yeah. Now, uh, and then Subrani, I forgot. <laughs> oh, you told me your name. Subrani. So wait, wait, no, tell me, let me. I got Everyone it. I, Sub, Subrani. You spelled it, and I remembered it. It's the R in the H. It's a new one, right? <laughs> What's your name? Surabi. I was close. S U R A H B I. Surabi. S U R A B H I. That was that's what I said. Was it not? Yeah. All right, we got new. We get we get Subaru with us. We got Surabi joining us as well. Don't call her Subaru. She doesn't. Uh, Chris and Jack was hard enough for <laughs> So we're up here in the next. So I, my, my name. We've got a new guest. So I'm going to introduce her. So I, my name is Neil McKay, and I run a podcast in. Saigon called a Vietnam podcast and we share stories of people connected to Vietnam so I've never done a podcast in the field before this is the first one ever so we're recording right now when we just actually podcast going okay yeah but it's not live but we're, we're gonna see how this goes all right so first of all everyone cheers there we go congratulations on the show thank you very much all right let's start with Sue Rabi. So, Rabi, where are you from? India. And how long have you been in Saigon? Oh, I messed up already. See, I'm out. I'm out. My, I'm out. I'm out. I'll keep it all in. I'm out of my. Uh, I'm out of my home comfort. No edits. How long have you been in Vietnam? In Vietnam, about three and a half years. And do you regret coming here right before a pandemic? No, not at all. What brought you to Vietnam? Me. <laughs> no, that's quite funny actually because before I ever started doing stand up comedy, if someone asked me like what brought you here, wherever I was, I'd be like, a plane. <laughs> I brought myself here. And I was at a stand up comedy show in New Zealand and um, the, the comedian got talking to the crowd before I'd ever done comedy and he said, Oh, what brought you here? And I was like, Oh, plane? <laughs> and he was like, Ha! Huh, that's pretty funny. You should do stand-up comedy. And my wife was like, "See, he's because I've been wanting to do it for years." And so when he gave me when he, that was one thing I always remember. Like I should do it. Well, anyway, and then Chris, no, I'm kidding. On Jack, right, Jack, I'm gonna give the mic to you. So Jack, tell us, you're going. Uh, you just mentioned you're going to a meditation retreat 
Yep. In London. Yep. Okay, this sounds. Can I, can I preface this by saying it's probably cult adjacent? It does. <laughs> well, I, I hope it is. It sounds. Yep. It sounds like it would have to be. Yeah. Going all the way to London for a, a meditation retreat. Yep. Sounds like going all the way to the USA for fish and chips. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you going to London when you're in Vietnam for a, a meditation retreat? Well, I've done, I've already done like a Buddhist style one, and this is like a different thing. And the guy is only going to be there, and it's either that or I have to go to America later. And I'm like, I don't want to go to America. So. <laughs> I love how he said yeah. that I have to go. Yeah. Have the to cult go. is kicking in yeah. already. I yeah, have yeah. I have to go. I have to go. I, this was booked pre-COVID. Like, this is like, yeah, been way like, Yeah, yeah. So tell us a bit about yourself, Jack. What are you doing here in Vietnam? You're here with your dad. Yeah. What's going on with you guys? Yeah, just been cruising around. Went to in Ho Chi Minh. Did a couple of days being like tourists, which is good fun. And just being in Da Nang. Going around doing all the touristy stuff, eating all the amazing food. It's so good. So you guys yeah. don't live here then? I live here. You live here, right? You're visiting. Yeah. You're from Melbourne. Yeah. Love Melbourne. I lived in Melbourne for oh, four nice. years. Yeah. Yeah, I lived in St. Kilda. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah one of my favorite yeah. places. Yeah. So what was like doing heroin? <laughs> <laughs> Why, because I'm Scottish? No, because you're in St. Kilda. Oh, St. Kilda? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I was in St. Kilda when it was the start of the regentrification. Uh, yeah, I yeah, know yeah, it's yeah. even worse now, like, yeah, yeah, friends yeah. that are still there. Yeah. He sends me pictures of, like, you know, the Prince of Wales? Yeah, yeah. On yeah. the corner yeah. of Fitzroy yeah. Street. And he's like, what's happened to this place? And it's like, I mean, it's, yep. it's 2022. Things have got yeah. to change. Yep. It can't, stay the, well, it's can't nice, stay the same forever, you know? Well, yeah. just for yeah. your benefit, I saw the Rolling Stones at the Palais in St Kilda in 1964. Holy now, that might, shit. There might be people out there tonight who say, well, that's a big deal. I've seen the Rolling Stones at Kuyong at Berlin and that. My question is, was Brian Jones in the band that used to record the Rolling Stones wow. or not? Because in mine, Brian Jones was playing. So it was the first 1964 early days Stones. Yeah. Now to add to that and top myself, I also saw the Beatles in 1964 at Festival Hall, four rows from the front. And for anyone who's jealous about, wow, well, you saw the Beatles, I saw them, but I didn't hear them because they had tiny little speakers and 7,000 girls screaming at their upper bodies off. <laughs> so that's my claim to fame. And usually when people in uh, Talkback Radio, you'll hear, hear the announcers say, right, we're going to have a competition... Who's seen, what bands have you seen? And people come up with the Eagles and Elton John and you know, blah, blah, blah. And I just go, hang on. I ring up and I use the Rolling Stones with Brian Jones and the Beatles. And they go, you saw the Beatles? Just a moment. We have the winner on the line. is Mark from Melbourne. <laughs> so here. That, That's me. <laughs> that is definitely, like, I don't know if I've met anyone that's seen the Beatles before. That's fucking really now. cool. Yeah, I, I, I may have one that, that nearly tops it, but it, yes. but it doesn't top it. My first ever, ever live concert I saw, I was 10 years old, 1992, Michael Jackson Dangerous World Ooh. Tour. Let me top you. <laughs> <laughs> when you saw Michael Jackson, he was obviously wasn't in the Jackson 5 learning his trade. Well, I did it the same, ba- same <laughs> festival hall that I saw the Beatles saw the Jackson 5 with Michael Jackson as about a 12 year old which I think tops yours because it was earlier that's all it's just chronologically <laughs> then I thought then I thought I saw Peter Paul and Mary which probably think all big deal followed by Credence Clue Water Revival followed by the Beach Boys the Eagles let me just quick yeah ACDC Akadaka I haven't ever seen Akadaka but just a quick one because I don't want to take up the whole show but when the Eagles came out their first tour to Australia, I think early 70s, 
they were so popular that they when they got to Melbourne the night before they were leaving for the States they were booked for one show well they decided about 11 o'clock when that was wrapping up after every, the whole place of smoking joints to go well look we're going to get picked up at the airport pick, sorry picked up from the hotel in the morning at 6am to go to the airport to fly back home why don't we just change it and they'll pick us up out the front here and we, and we said yeah go so they played all night everyone just ripped in the joint and that was the Eagles in about 1973 in Melbourne so there you go well you can keep it we're gonna we're gonna keep it Vietnam focused so yep, yep, uh yep. here no I'm kidding yeah, yeah, Jack, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Jack and yep. Mark um, Jack's visiting Mark how long have you been here then Mark uh, about six years but I did come here about 30 years ago just yeah. after the war, so six years this time. So after the war? Yeah, uh, about. Well, 2016. After the war. <laughs> no, I came in 1986. I was here in 1986, not far after the war. Yeah. What was it like? Completely different, um, and it's great to see the country has gone from. Were you in the Nang at the time? I came to Da Nang. In 1986. 1986, wow. in the Chang. Uh, Saigon, Tao. Absolutely nothing in the side of the river, right? No, and and the building, the t top. The height of a building was that three-story normal mm -hmm. thing you see in Vietnam. That was. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. what, what was the main uh, the part of the city that was more busiest part of the city at the time? Which part? You mean Da Nang or what you mean? Um, Riverside. Pretty much the other side. Over this side was more. There was a wasn't. Like with the street was like with the. No, nothing like this. Nothing at all. No, no, like I know, now. I know, I, I know for example, is that the, the railway side? station? Yeah. Now what I'm trying route. to say is that the. But on that side, which part of the other? I know that this part there was nothing, but on the other side. I have trouble sometimes remembering what I did last week. <laughs> I'm not sure. To be honest, I'm, I'm, I don't want to mislead you, but long time ago. So we have, we have a player seven has entered the game. We got Di Di Diego from Brazil. Diego, we're recording this right now. So Diego, you're right now. You're going to be on a Vietnam podcast. Is he going on radio? podcast well me radio, radio <laughs> went out about 20 years ago but yeah it's called a podcast you know Available. certainly my grandfather he's like is it like the radio and i said well it's like the radio but on the internet <laughs> am or fm radio. Man. internet radio yeah, yeah. that's how i that's pretty much what it is but you can choose yeah well so mark what what brought you to Vietnam in 1986 why did you come and then why did you okay I, and I don't want to go on too long with this but I'm 74 so 1986 sorry 1966 middle of the 60s I was 18 and I was in the call up from Australia to get to join the army involuntarily and come here and kill people I didn't even know fortunately I didn't get called up but friends did so I have a young person's connection to the internet as an 18 year old and uh, sorry to the to Vietnam <laughs> I was about to say you got a connection the to the internet. Oh, Australian military. Oh, listen, yeah, just yeah. I have a, yeah. I have a rule. I have a, I have a quick rule when I'm on a podcast. Yeah. I don't, uh, no, we're not. I can, I can guarantee you that. But I have one rule: if I'm on a podcast. Whatever I say, you can't edit it, so mistakes stay in, whether yours or mine do. You guys are late to the party. I immediately called Jack Chris. And, yeah, yeah, and I've changed my name from Mark. Well, and you've got to introduce this to Ravi. So. <laughs> yeah, and then I tried to introduce to Ravi and completely messed up on the... So, so just, just briefly, that quick connection of, of a youth, young person, then get older, uh, have children, etc. And then uh, I got married very young. I didn't know what was causing it until I sort of sold the panel van. I went, oh, that was just, that was the problem. Did you get that? 
No, I missed that. Okay. <laughs> I, had three, I, had, I, had, I had three kids by the time I was 22, three Holy children, shit. and I didn't know what was causing it until I sold the panel van. <laughs> the panel van is a, is a car. <laughs> it's like a pickup with a hood on it and sometimes mattresses back there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. You know it's not a joke that lands when you've got to completely yeah, explain every true, detail of it. So Jack, how did you feel about hearing just how you were conceived? Um, yeah. <laughs> Mom, I was, I'm, I'm, dad, actually, I'm after the panel van actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, after, oh, yeah, what yeah. kid number are you? Yeah, four. four. Yeah. Oh shit. He's the youngest, he's 35. Wait, did, you, did you get another panel van that I don't know about? Wait, 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 you are? My son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's my youngest son. He's 35. My oldest daughter's 53, which I remind her she's old enough to be my mother. <laughs> it's like kind of weird when you go, you got a daughter 53. I go, I know. And when people ask me, how old are my kids? I go, 190. <laughs> 53 year old. And they, every year they turn four years older. So it's not far off if they live, live long enough and my passport doesn't expire. They'll reach 200 in the not too distant future. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, so, what brought you back to Vietnam then, 2016? Okay, so having come in 30, 40 years ago, I came back just because I loved the place way back then. I thought, I wonder if I still do. So, I came on the basis of I don't really know because that was a different person and this is an older person. And, like, as we all know who, who live here, it just wraps you up and takes care of you and the people you get to know and all the expats as well it's just a great way for someone of my age to live like as I say I'm 74 I don't think I am but apparently I am and um, so someone of my age to live making new friends is quite unusual back in our home country because you just get old and just quickly I've got a couple of mates who because I'm very active on Facebook and, um, That's why no young people are on Facebook anymore. I know, I've, tra- I've got rid of them, they're out. But, but I've got a lot of older friends, and some of my friends, like guys, uh, I go, hey, get your ass up to, get get on the next plane, get up get, get up here. And I go, well, I'd really like to, Mark, but I'm a bit too old for that now. I say, you're 12 months younger than me. Get on the next plane. So it's a great, that's what is an additional thing of just living in an environment where most people are, quite resilient and not yeah. bitching and whinging and whinging home about themselves <laughs> so yeah that's good well even i mean i'm turning 40 next month but even i feel i mean we were just talking about it yesterday i feel younger here almost like yeah you really, yeah you there's do. just so much amazing energy here i think one of the keys is that we meet all age groups we meet new people but we have a very subtle understanding that none of us are from here because we know we're not Vietnamese. Apart from Jack. Except for Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But then Jack has blue hair, so I'm sort of, the jury might be still out on that. Prove it, you know. Blue hair, Vietnamese. Yeah. We'll forget I'm Vietnamese, but it's okay. Yeah. So, Jack, you're the first blue-haired Vietnamese I've met in 40 years of 40 years of coming to this country, so I feel very privileged that you're... I'm very honoured. Sorry, I'm taking over here. No, no, go over it, it's awesome. Well, I, I want to hear what um, Jack's... What do you think of Vietnam? You just, how long have you been here then? Um, four, days. four days, yeah. Four days? Yeah, yeah four days. Holy shit, yeah. 40 years versus four days. So yeah. what had your dad told you about Vietnam? What was the ex- expectations versus the reality? Ooh, um, I wasn't expecting it to be so sweaty. Like, yeah, I didn't, I'm sweating my balls off right now. It's so hot here. Yeah. It's quite to be expected. Yeah. <laughs> but no, no, no. Do you think, oh, you'd be a little sweaty, not just like constantly buckets everywhere? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, how do you sell moisturizer, Jack? Because I don't need moisturizer. Yeah. My skin is permanently moisturized yeah. just from sweat. Oh, that's like a per like it, it's it's a misconception that like you know you don't need moisturizer because your skin is oily. Actually, for some people, like you know, yeah. um, you moisturize your skin properly, it's not that oily anymore, and it's yes. Uh, no, no, I would not call myself such, but I have been researching skincare ever since I was like seven years old. Like I looked at my, I looked at my mom's skincare products and every single ingredient. I googled it. I go to every single day. I read like clinical studies every single day since I was seven years old, up until now. So it's twelve years. Of constantly, I know it's Google. It's not like proper research, <laughs> but 12 years of constantly reading and reading and reading and reading every single day. I still read about skincare to this day. I don't know. Like I thought you were just in an MLM scheme when you said you sold skincare. <laughs> oh, I not realize. Oh, you should become a dermatologist then. Because the the thing about or me, a meth. Yeah, a meth lab operator. Yeah, a meth lab operator with great skin. Yeah, yeah. I hate MLM schemes. Black teeth, green. I would make a wallet out of your skin if I could. Oh shit! Oh, I forgot. I didn't realize Hannibal Lecter joined the party. I hate Avon. I hate all of them. It's just. Yeah. What I do is just like I'm like a sommelier, but for skincare. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Jack, continue. You got Jack's got beautiful yeah, yeah, skin yeah. as well. You're yeah. sweating your balls off. Yeah, the food. Uh, like, what, how else are you finding four like days in Vietnam? The, the food is like incredible. Like yeah. every time it's different and it's somehow better and really good and like oh. Yeah, just better food. Like, oh, you've had Vietnamese in Melbourne, and you come here, it's like, oh, this is that. Like, that's just crap. Like, that's not. <laughs> so my sister lives in Melbourne. Yeah. And it's when she first got there, she messaged me and she's like, oh, I'm going to Vietnamese restaurant, and I was like, oh, cool. Send me the menu. She yeah. sent me the menu. First thing on the menu was uh, pad thai. Yeah. <laughs> Second thing was Chinese vegetables. Yeah. Mm. Third thing was like, what was that again? Like red curry or something like that. I was like, no. I was like this is not. And of no. course, at the top, it's like authentic Vietnamese. Yeah. I was like, this is it's not, not authentic Vietnamese. Like, no. at all. Like, it's yeah. literally just all of Asia. Yeah. 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 Good enough to, can to can get the sound from here? Is this one? There's two microphones. Yeah. Ah, there's one here as well. Yeah. Over here. Yep. Ah, great. So, where, Mark, you, uh, Mark, Jack. Chris. Jack. Chris. 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 Ah. I'm Jack. Jack. You're Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack, when are you leaving? He's Jack. He's going to a meditation retreat in yeah. London. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm still very confused yeah, yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. It's because it's with an American. Yeah. 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 Going not, to London is. No, he's, not, he's not hot. He's not hot. He's not hot. No. He's yeah. in a cult. He's yeah, I've joined a cult. cult. So. He's joined a cult. Yeah. What yeah. kind of cult is this? Well, it used to be called the Catholic Church. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, is it yeah. the one where they molest boys? <laughs> well, they do a lot of that. You're not a boy yeah, anymore, Jack. No. That's part of the that's a USP. That's no, a unique just, selling proposition. Too old for that audience. Get to, get to molest <laughs> children. So when do you leave Vietnam? What are you going to do before you leave? Next Sunday. So we're going up to. Are we going to Hanoi? No, Hanoi. Hanoi tomorrow? Hoi An. Hoi An. That's <laughs> right. I'll do the same. Hoi An. Don't worry. Yeah. Everyone does it. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone I does told it. Jack, we have a show in Hanoi on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, all right, cool. And I was like, so we're going to go to Hanoi on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then Jack was like to me, so are we going to pay my flight? <laughs> And I was like, flight? Flights to Hoya. <laughs> We're gonna get a fucking taxi, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, 
Have I been saying Hanoi? Yeah. I meant Hoi yeah. An, Hoi An, we're going down the road to yeah. Hoi That's everyone does that. Yeah. Yeah. They still do it. Still do it. So, oh, I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. thought it was yeah. just me. I was just in Hanoi oh. dealing with the immigration there, and, you know, everything was going, however, you know, crap. <laughs> but then the one day they're like, you need a translator in here, and then we'll deal with you. I'm like, well, I don't have a translator. I've just come from fucking Da Nang on my own. I didn't bring one with me. <laughs> you don't want in your pocket. So of course I'm like, I'll, I'll ask in the in the groups, you know, the Facebook groups. Hey, I need to go into immigration this afternoon. Can someone? Does anyone want to be a translator? Happy to pay, you know, like some monies for it. And people are answering me like, yeah, okay, but isn't immigration in Da Nang? No, I'm in Hanoi. <laughs> <laughs> like, but this is the Hoi An group. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is no immigration in Hoi An. <laughs> like, I did it to like three or four groups. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So one, I was still looking for a translator in Hanoi. Yeah, Two, yeah. I had to go and delete all of the ones in the Hoi An groups. <laughs> yeah. That makes me feel better. I was yeah. so confused. He was like, are we yeah. going to get a flight? I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just dyslexic. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. Chris, I'll I don't see why... Hey! Sounds more Scottish. That's Scott the Italian yeah. part of me. Well, I am more Scottish than them. Well, it is... I don't sound like anything, man. So we just had a party foul there, Mark, so I just decided he's got all Australians through his beard down. Yeah. 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 The last party. thing he's cleaning yeah. up is his That's phone. Like <laughs> yeah, no, I know. that. I'm like, look now, like, clean up your phone, there man. There you go, yeah. I'll your do phone. it. I'll, I'll help you out here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, Mark, what, what, can you remember the name? Well, I won't help you out you Mark again. It's Jesus. Chris. It's Chris. I'm keeping all of this in. <laughs> it's Jack. Yeah. Uh, what foods have you tried? Do you know the names of them? Uh, so, fur. And what was, uh, we, had, uh, we haven't had com yet. Had uh, what was the one we had yesterday for dinner? The fish one. Bankan. Bankan. And this morning was Mikwan. Mikwan. Um, uh, and we went to the old, we had other side. Uh, uh, Bancha, Bancha Hanoi. Bancha Hanoi. Oh, beautiful. And then um, what did we have for lunch today? Yeah, Mian. Mian. Mikwan. 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 That's right. Mikwan. Yeah, yeah. Have you been to Mies? Not a lot, but enough to sort of... Enough to order food. Yeah, like yeah, order food yeah, and yeah. count up the numbers. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Good, 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 good at pointing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, Bart Bolt, you know. Making animal noises. Yeah, yeah. Mark. Mark. Let me give you my full name. Marco Antonio Dominic Ferrari. But you can call me Mark. Dominic Ferrari. Okay. M-A-D Ferrari. Retired Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. How long about six years. Six years. So when he first came in... 86, 1986, oh before you were born. God, that yeah. was before I was... Okay, so for <laughs> reference, I was born in 2002. Oh, fuck off, Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, for reference... Yeah. Re yeah. re oh, you didn't even hey, celebrate hey, the hey, have you got an ID, man? Are we allowed to serve people that young? Yeah, yeah. I graduated college in 2004. No. two years old when I graduated college. To be the old guy again, topping the young guys. So, my oldest granddaughter is 24. My second oldest granddaughter is 22. My third oldest granddaughter is 19. But the one that's younger than you is 14. Bang. You're so... Wow, I am taken aback. How many, how many grandchildren do you have? Four, daughter, four granddaughters. Wow. Yeah. 
Lots of, lots one of lives in Finland. Oh, yeah, how many one... of them are yours? Wow. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> They're his nieces. Yeah, yeah. One in Finland? Lots of panel yeah. beaters in the family. One, one in Finland. Finland. One in the University of San Francisco. Amer- they live in America. My oldest daughter is an ex-ski instructor in America. Two in Australia. One in Finland and one in the US. Yeah. How'd they Scattered end up in everywhere. Finland? And the oldest one? How old 24. 24. She's in yeah. Finland, yeah. <laughs> And I sort of try and feel younger, so I always every year say, hey, happy 21st, to make myself feel younger. (laughs) (laughs) Now let's hear from Chris, who's cackling away here in the back room. Now Chris claims he's Scottish. No, he is Scottish. Um, Tell us more about how how long have you been here? How did you end up with the workshop, which is, I love this location. It reminds me, have you been to Indica in Zagon? Indica, this really reminds me of Indica, right? It's a good name. It does. Similar, but it's, it's a good it's a name, right? It's a little bit more green Indica. than Indica. Indica. That's what, I like. what? More green than Indica? Yes. Wow. Oh. Indica's <laughs> no green, basically. And, and, and oh. Exactly. Well, yeah, because... Um, it's it's but the green is fake green, let's just make that. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's fake grass. <laughs> wow, that's another type of green. It's basically <laughs> tiles in there. Uh, but so, Chris, tell us a bit more about your story in Vietnam. Hi, podcast people. I'm Chris. Uh, didn't mean to stay here this long. Same like anyone. Like everyone. Came, yeah. came with a like, you know, two-year program. Um, I spent the first year and a half not doing that. <laughs> and then the last half of it started doing that. And then I was surprised that it was fun and good. And that was the workshop, yeah. Like, when I first came here, I did want to do uh, something with art. Like, I wanted to get a little place, do some exhibitions, work with other artists, teach a little bit of art to uh, young kids and old kids. Um, Tired of all of that now, so now I host comedians instead. But, yeah, started that, and uh, I was planning to fuck off at some point. And then, uh, but Da Nang was kind of cool. It was uh, when I came here eight years ago. It was not much happening, uh, but there was a lot of potential. And yeah, then over those years, we things people that were here started doing some more things. And because we were one of the only places doing shit with art, people gave a fuck and uh, started contacting us about stuff and wanting to do more. And then I was all ready to get out of here. And I was actually I was going to go to India. Got offered a job in India, painting murals. I was like, well, that sounds pretty sweet. But then it was also like, hang on, if I go there, I'll probably want to start doing whatever it is I'm doing here. I just have to start overall again. And Da Nang really did have this cool potential for the future, you know. You saw it was a growing city. There there wasn't much here, but that meant there was much that could be made here. And, you know, that's that's what's been a lot of fun. And that's why we kept doing what we're doing is because there's a lot of people that come through both uh, international and local that want to follow their passions or do something interesting and we try to give a place for people to do that awesome thank you including old people which is very nice yeah yeah we're not we're not age discriminant between the old or the young whether you're called mark or jack or chris <laughs> it's, uh, you know i am still i was quite surprised when you said you were 19 but oh. then after hearing your stand-up i wasn't that surprised <laughs> 
And yeah, I'm not surprised that he's you know 74 because he reminds us all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know how old the Beatles are, Mark. I know. I, know. I wasn't. If I was around, I would. If I was living in Melbourne, then I might have seen them too. I've been at the gig with him. What did I get? I got like what the fucking Blink 182 are coming to town. Great. All right, I saw. I got to see them in in Portsmouth. Great. That was. Hey, that was good, and I paid money for it. You're the <laughs> entrepreneur that brought this fresh meat up for the Beatles joke again to do the story again. Ah, uh, that's time. that's why we bring comedians to Denang is so that Mark just can say, <laughs> do his thing. Just want to say that you, my grandma's seventy-one. <laughs> she's like still in her prime, Mark. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, you are now the 500th guy who's tried to palm your grandma. Wait, Mark might have known her back right. in uh, '66. <laughs> wait, wait. How do we not know that Mark isn't? The father of oh, there you go. Jess. Do you know who you know. Have you had a paternity test recently? Father, yeah. just, <laughs> I think I look forward to You mean I have another brother? Yeah, brother, yeah? brother. Yes. <laughs> and just so you know, this used to be blue before I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> Enticing. Yeah. Now, Chris, um, I was going to ask uh, so, why? So, you right now you're running this comedy summer. Tell us more about the comedy summer. Why are you doing that? It's been ama- it's amazing. You've, this is the third show of four. What made you want to do that? And yeah, I mean, thank you so much for bringing us up because this is only the first night of three shows and we're both like so excited to be here. Yeah, well, uh, you know, we don't have uh, too much stand up comedy in Da Nang. It's, you know, it's like not a big scene here yet. And before COVID, we were all making those efforts to, you know, get comedy here and uh, that was from way back when as well and we were lucky enough to get introduced to you guys through Killer Rose and stuff as well I think back in the beginning and actually it was also her a little bit that kind of spurred it again here Um, you know we lost a lot of people left during the the visa apocalypse or whatever (laughs) Uh, but including a lot of the people who like doing comedy and you know, a lot of the people that liked enjoying comedy but uh, also since then a lot of new people have come in and you know fucking everybody needs some more laughs again but yeah in, uh, in quick succession uh, a couple of people reached out and also people saying oh when are you getting comedy back again and there wasn't anything else going on as well like after lockdown everything took a bit of time coming back especially because it was winter you know and we all just missed summer and it's like winter time and you're like oh no I, I want to be inside because the weather's shit outside what is the winter in Denang like have we never been here uh, like some years it just passes by like a breeze other years that breeze knocks down your house kind of thing <laughs> yeah. like, like summer storm. in England <laughs> yeah it's, it's like it's about as predictable as, as a, a Scottish summer yeah there you go you could have a good one where you get a couple of weeks of sunshine. Now here it gets baking hot, but the winter, yeah. Like when I first moved, I moved into, I moved here in June when I first came, and people were all like, "Oh yeah, you know, it's gonna get cold here. It's gonna get cold." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bullshit." But in there was uh, this year feels was like it's cold. Yeah, last year winter was cold. And not only the winter, but it kept raining for yeah. much longer than it. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, got, I got one one day brew on a. Podcast, we don't talk about the weather. Yeah, that's a good rule. It's, yeah. it's like they've you, you brought it up, motherfucker. <laughs> God, you're like, What's wrong? It went too far. It went too yeah, far. You can edit out that one. There you go. Bring it up. Bring it up the weather. People need to be warned about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll I tell you what, though, everyone's like sunny today, but it's not always sunny. Yeah, it's super sunny. Someone is on the 
Oh, fuck's sake, no. It's shite. No, it's all right. That's uh, one of this pretty much the main reason why I'm here. I don't, I don't like cold and, yeah. and wet. I can deal with hot and wet, but cold and wet, I'm fucked off with that already. Yeah. That's the be- that's the worst yeah. possible weather is when you have like one or two degrees and it's raining. Yeah. Because when, that's, it's that's, no- that's, when it snows, it's better because at least you don't Fuck get yeah. wet. I agree. So, Neil, I'd like to ask you a question coming up to Da Nang. Yeah. My son and I have just been down in Ho Chi Minh City and is I've been locked down right? here for two and a half years. So I've been very much into this living in Da Nang by the beach not many people you've come up tonight and what I've noticed amongst the crowd tonight is everyone is just going we are 1000% behind you just because you're up there having a go did you feel that? Uh, I mean the real answer is no I didn't feel exactly what you're describing but it was like an awesome show it's um it's, it's difficult when it's so for it's spread out like this yeah. like you really that's why yes. when I said yeah, in the beginning I was like come closer you yeah. need people closer that's what it's like yeah. yeah I mean ideally like I didn't even really think about it all of these lights should have been off so it's just the lights on yeah. the stage yeah. and yeah. seats at the front yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you're in Hicksville yeah you've yeah. come from the city <laughs> yeah. and we're the Hicks we don't know crap. no I don't feel that no, at I'm all no. but no I mean that was the vibe it's a difficult room but yeah, more difficult than yeah. some other rooms, but it was still so, yeah. so much fun. I mean, everyone, you you can just see everyone enjoying themselves. Can I just fine-tune What did that? you think the energy okay. was like? Can I fine-tune it a bit? Because because me being a local and the conditions we've lived, uh, like we all have in different places with COVID, we've all had different experiences. And the experience here in Da Nang has been we've been locked away in central Vietnam, not in a big city like Ho Chi Minh or New York or Melbourne or whatever. This little unique experience. You've come up from the big city and, and I, I great that you answered that with complete honesty because I could feel it because I'm local and feel that we're all just going, hey, this is just cool, just have guys up telling jokes. And I know that you wouldn't have, now that you've explained it, yeah, because you've come out of a big city going, this is a difficult room. We're going, hey, thanks for coming. And we really mean it. Thanks for coming up and, and just entertaining us, you know, in a way that hasn't been done for, as we all have in different experiences with COVID, it's a good sort of, uh, a good thing for you guys to come up and just have a go you know and do well so thank you very much I mean man that's like just like you can see I'm beaming now like that's just made my night like that's fucking yeah I mean and so I guess as well being on stage you're you're kind of just talking to like yeah you're not really like looking at faces and but I mean I felt the energy tonight people were enjoying themselves which is the main thing I guess not knowing not knowing the context though from what you've just told me man that makes me feel he's just telling me that like people here have been waiting for people to come up and you know that's so well I was just saying that we've we've sort of we're all willing and I asked um, Neil do you feel that and actually the answer great great honest answer no not really and ah. you, no, but that's it. No, it wasn't an insult. It's like because you've come out of Saigon, etc. Yeah, yeah. We're here going. Here. We're just wrapped that you're here, and we're very understated in a way because we're sort of been trained off entertainment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been the same same problem here for a while. Is there's just not a big enough pool for both comedians and for audience. Hmm. And uh, some of the more popular times here where you had the combination of like tourists yeah, and the expats crowd, yeah. but it's always those are always still out of norm you know like if you get 30 people is about that's yeah, probably yeah. the, the yeah. nice target that everyone yeah. comes away smiling but it's not always the case well interesting Jackson Mel just come from Melbourne 
and works in Melbourne, and it's been the most extreme lockdown mm. virtually in the world. And it smashed the city, as Jack tells me, that it's no longer exactly what it used to be. It's trying to put itself together, but not sure in what direction because people are, you know. That's what I was say about here. Sorry. Just because well, the last time we came up was. Was it April 2021 or May? Oh, in the middle of COVID. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was right. like okay. middle of COVID, but like it was before yeah. the, the bad lockdown yeah. in Saigon. Yeah. It was yeah. before the like yeah, the wave in shit, yeah. Vietnam, or before things got really bad. So like Da Nang had already had a bit of a lockdown. We'd had a small one in Saigon, but most of Vietnam was pretty normal. 2020 was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 2020 was fine. But spot. even yeah. then, like because Da Nang had had the lockdown. People like myself, I always wear a mask, but I'm 70. Did you know, Chris? <laughs> I'm 74. How did that happen? Well, welcome to the workshop. This is the old person. Do you need a wheelchair? This is where we do the bingo, young the fella. <laughs> Bingo's on Tuesday. Oh, install the ramp. Yeah, yeah. Did you, how did you get down those stairs, Mark? How did you get down those stairs? I need help to ride the boat. We've got really good staff here. Now he's seventy. Like just for the people who can't see Mark, he's seventy-four and he looks like he's seventy-three. I don't feel a day over seventy-two either. But we must be, be good genes because Jack said he's 35. I honestly yeah, thought you were about 25. When you said 35, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I know, right, man. <laughs> it's, it's the cult, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the meditation <laughs> helped. Yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. why it's going all the way to London. Yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. And it's worked. It's a secret end, but it's not meditation. It's my blue-haired Vietnamese son over here. <laughs> oh, no, he's getting mixed up. Because he won the map. All right, now, before we, yes. we'll, we'll wrap it up, now, when uh, oh. I do my episodes... We don't want to go. What happens when the, I, the I, guests I, don't want to leave? I, I, <laughs> oh, they, they just turn off the microphone. Oh, yeah, 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 we just keep talking. talking. So we ask the same five oh, questions at the end of every podcast. Edit, edit that out. I don't normally. I don't. I don't normally drink in podcasts. It's one of my rules. I, I, I drink. I drink and drive, but I don't drink so in podcasts. So you're just hungover in podcasts. Yeah, hungover in podcasts. So, yeah, so you know what's going to happen. This is going to be before. your most popular podcast ever. Probably. You have to start drinking through every yeah, podcast. Exactly, right? Right. Work. Yeah, exactly. And calling everyone Chris. Yeah, calling everyone Chris. Right. Now, uh, so we ask the same five questions at the end of every podcast. And while I try and remember what those five questions are, we're going to hand it over to Adri Lopez, who's not even been introduced yet. So my wife has snuck no. in and she's made a, a few comments. So Adri, tell us more about your Vietnam story. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, that was a very open question. This is all going to be cut out. No, nothing's been cut out. Yeah, I didn't hear this before. Yeah, it's new for me. This is all going to be edited out. No. Thank you to Script. Um, I will plug Neil's favorite affiliate link. I know you're wasting time. It's going to be in the video talking about how it's not going to be edited out, yeah, no, but it's still going to be in the video. Just remember there are old people Super and they like G-Rate. Yeah. yeah, man. If an old person tunes in, so they're going to tune in for a while. They have to stand up and change the dials too. I will talk about not my Vietnam experience. My Tonight, it was really interesting to run into someone else who's from Texas. Not you with the Texas hat. Yeah, that's just good. That was chilly. Chilly's cooler. The other flag that looks like Texas. There was an El Paso in here. In the crowd? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I like that. Uh, El Paso. Yeah. Small world. You're from El Paso, too? My parents are from El Paso. Both awesome. of my parents are born and raised in El Paso. Yes. I grew up in Dallas, Texas. Oh. Um, so meeting... So you could be packing. I could. You can't get on the planes with it these days, Mark. Packing a gun. Every Texan you could be... Every Texan I've ever met, and they always do some smart-ass Australian whack, and they go, you got to remember, man, I'm from Texas. I could be packing. I am, I am the least Texas, Texan right. Texan you will ever meet. I uh, didn't like country music until I went to college when I moved to Atlanta, Georgia. Wait, you I was like, like it now? I was like 20 years until. old. <laughs> 20 years of avoiding country music is, is a feat in Texas. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a state oh, yeah. girl. I don't you like it. If I go to a barbecue restaurant, I prefer to get a plate full of sides, macaroni, coleslaw, yeah, I mean, macaroni steamed vegetables, whatever else is on the side. Steamed vegetables in Texas. Yeah. I am like such a weird Texan. Can I just say this to Miss Texas over here and Braveheart? <laughs> you... Uh, having a go at my son, my son, for going on a retreat to London when your wife, your wife, has... Is a weirdo. What in Texas? What did you just say you had in Texas? Food. Steamed vegetables. (laughs) (laughs) Covered in butter and possibly... Cheese? (laughs) On the steamed vegetables. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm like Texas the weirdest Texan you'll ever. Yeah. You don't have a Texan like accent. You don't have a gun. I don't have an accent. People are always disappointed. They're like, "You're from where? Why don't you sound? Oh, why don't I, you I know, sound? I know, I know exactly why don't you sound like this? Howdy, y'all! I know some Texans, and I'm going to tell them that not only did I see the Beatles in 1960, <laughs> you saw them in Texas. <laughs> not only did I see the Rolling Stones with Brian Jones, <laughs> I met a woman from Texas who had. Steamed vegetables. Steamed vegetables. <laughs> yep. That was Good my story. Open a Texas steamed restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I got, I got the final sorry. questions. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. We ask these questions right. at the end of every episode. Right. All right. right. Now, Mark, you can ask the, you can answer the first one. We're gonna. Every gonna... live episode. All right. Yeah. And the, and the is live how, episode. Right? How old is Mark? All right. <laughs> Mark, question number Oldest one. Under the table, both Have you seen the rules? <laughs> <laughs> Could you be more specific? <laughs> Who were Sorry. the band members? <laughs> which uh, which uh, Right. What one reason would you use to persuade someone to come to Vietnam? One reason. <laughs> Look at his Facebook. You'll have a million. <laughs> Speaking as an Australian, 74-year-old, with my only term of references, old geezers, I'd say the price of beer. 
Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think it doesn't matter how old you are, I think yeah, that's yeah, why I am yeah, still yeah, here. Yeah. No, we're going to turn it over to Chris. I mean, Jack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you had me for a sec. Oh, that's okay. It's, a, it's an epic. Alright, uh, what one reason would you use to persuade someone not to come to Vietnam? It's <laughs> a full day. You will need to bring a bucket for all the sweat. Getting called Chris all the time. No. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to get this name right, Surabi. I got it right. Yeah. Yay! All right, Surabi. What's what oh, common scams have you heard of or known of in Vietnam? What? Sorry, I missed it. What common scams do you know about in Vietnam? Have you heard of this thing? Ignorance is a bliss. No. I'm, I'm a very ignorant person. I don't pay attention to such things. Oh, I thought you were going to say that was a scam. Like, no, no, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we're going to ask Chris the same question then. What is a common scam in Vietnam? Oh, well, there's a lot. But usually they just end with this gesture. This is a podcast. Oh. <laughs> People cannot well, see what this gesture is. The jazz hand. The jazz hand. Oh, you gave it away. Yeah, really? jazz, every, like, whatever scam it is, it always ends with jazz hands. We never know. And you don't have. And you've you've got empty hands. They've got jazz hands. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right, Adri, what's something you hear about Vietnam that's not true? I live in Vietnam, so don't hear much about Vietnam. Well, what do people say to you from abroad? Um, And you're like, nah, that's bullshit. That's a good one. Uh, Okay, Uh, well, one for me, there's there's not much to eat if you're, like, vegetarian. Because Vietnamese eat everything, which is true. They, like pork and they like meat and they like all parts of the chicken and all parts of the pig and all parts of the cow however there are lots of buddhists in this country and there's lots of delicious uh it's essentially vegan food vegetarian and vegan food and in and the last is there five any, and six is there years, any steamed vegetables <laughs> there is a <laughs> actually at the vegan places steamed vegetables are very hard to come yeah, by yeah. it's Don't usually like you have to go to texas <laughs> yeah it's usually fried or like in a delicious sugary you're sauce. Not, you're not wrong though. But it is vegan and it is fucking good. Yeah, the, the Vietnamese veggie restaurants are actually a, a good find if you're traveling here. Because yeah. first off, they got like huge menus. And most places only sell like a couple of dishes. Yeah. But in the veggie everything. restaurants, you can get a veggie version of like everything. Yeah. And it's like half the price of the meat version. And plate is also much more Yeah. Yeah, and they're usually friendlier. No, Chris. Yeah, that's not because they're vegetarian. It's just because I think they're friendly. Yeah, but see, no one's sort of thinking of the plants. <laughs> they're on fire. All right, Chris. <laughs> next question is for you. Oh no. All right. What question would you like to ask the next guest? The next guest. Yes. So we get the next guest on a Vietnam. And you're gonna like note this down and remember it for the next. Well, the recording. Well, well. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I'll, I'll be on. I'll be wait, wait, wait. It, it, it is a pertinent question. I'll be honest. The idea was okay, when okay, this okay, when we wait, no 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 but the idea was that you would come up with a question and then we would ask it to the next gu- the next guest. I get you. And then we did episode one. And I forgot about it, so we didn't ask it to the second guest. And then we did episode two, yeah, and I forgot lack, about it. I didn't ask it yeah. to the next guest. So we've never actually but I used you this. It. Yeah. yeah, but then we recorded the next episode and never asked them. What, never listened to the recording. Yeah, right. yeah. So you didn't but, listen to the end. Well, so is this Back uh, to the Future or Into the Past? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, a bit better both of them. But what we will do is we will take all of these questions that I hadn't listened to. Compile them and then they will be used in the next season. Oh, that's a good. So, what question would you ask? Let's just not say the next guest because I've just given up the ruse that we don't ask the next guest. Any guest. Any guest. What what question would you ask a future guest um, of a Vietnam podcast? If you weren't doing what you're doing right now, what would you be doing? That's a good one. If you weren't doing what you were doing right now, what would you be doing? All right. Now, this is the final question, and this is the my favorite question that I've ever come up with on a oh, Vietnam podcast wow. so we're going to go around everyone's going to give one answer okay so the Jack. question is yeah the question <laughs> is Jack if Vietnam was a person this how is, would you describe them oh that's a good if question if Vietnam was a person how would you describe them alright we're going to go around the room okay so <laughs> so if Vietnam was a person um well Vietnam would be of course frugal crass <laughs> Disregards the rules, but um, very honest, very likable, and um, like like honest as in like not honest to the law, but honest to friends. Like you know, like you know, he's always the one that you can count on when you know. He, uh, he or she really. Um, I said he, but if it's like a like if it's like a Vietnam she, then you could always count on her. Or or him you do or know them. You're not getting paid for this bit, so I'm really not, but like I'm, you know, I'm trying to be con- inclusive here, but um, but like you know, sounds complicated. <laughs> I would say that like Vietnam as a person would be very, uh, you know, tr- truthful. They they would fuck with you no matter what. And you've said like eight words. Yeah. You've taken all of the words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all of the words. Yeah. Frantic. Vietnam, he or she or they or them, whatever their pronoun is, is frantic. Just all over the place all the time, which is awesome, but also frantic. Mm -hmm. I've answered this before on a previous episode, so my answer is random. It's just the most random place in the world. Uh, I thought you were going to give a random answer. No, no, it's random. Vietnam is just random. I drive about and I'm like, that is random. Why are you in a roundabout under an overpass having a barbecue right now, (laughs) drinking beers with your friends with plastic stools? Like, this is random. You you guys, you guys obviously all message each other. We're like, we're all going to meet at the roundabout under the overpass in the middle of the busy highway. Bring the blue plastic chairs, bring the beer, bring the fucking hot pot, and that's where we're going to (laughs) sit. And we're gonna eat food, or that might also be where people do aerobics at like yeah. five, four yeah. or five a.m. Yeah, 
Random. That yeah. is my word. I don't, I don't have right a description. Yeah, One word. Random. First thing yeah. I see coming off the plane back to this place, we went through Dundang, we go under the overpass, go on the scooter, dog in the front of the scooter, <laughs> pause up, wind blowing through its hair. What the? So cool. <laughs> God, you're ready to see nothing yet. So cool. Yeah, no, right. We got a dog and I'm looking at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've, seen, scooter, I've seen a full cow on the back. Yeah. And the cow looks like it's just like, meh. Yeah. Wait till you see someone driving with one hand with like a falcon on the other hand. That's yeah. fucking normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. People, um, people are into fucking I, I've seen people here. with like a, what's, what's the big lizard called again? Um, like an iguana. iguana. Like an iguana. Right, I've seen someone yeah. drive a bike with an iguana over the front, like you'll see. Like no way. Yeah, yeah, so cool. yeah. yeah. Fucking, yeah. We saw that, right? And, um, yes. Yeah. When Vietnam goes from making cars to motorbikes, they'll do an ad. And I have a picture of the Vinfast motorbike, and underneath it'll just say, "It'll fit." <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, you follow that with hundreds of ads of what right, I can Chris, put on this little bar. How do you describe Vietnam as a person? I would say uh, Vietnam is like kind of a bit of a trailer trash ex-army general who really cares about how they look on Instagram. <laughs> That's a good one. That is the modern generation. Uh, Vietnam. It uh, walks slowly and carries a big stick. <laughs> <laughs> so if Vietnam was a person, they'd really enjoy being eaten out of every day. <laughs> I know you got a lot of your mind. Go on, Sue Ravi. If Vietnam is a person, how would you describe it? Or them? My answer kind of is similar to Mike has said it in a better way. I was going to say, like, cute, angry. Cute, cute angry. angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, cute, angry. I think I'm cute and angry. Guys, thank you very much for being on. This is the first ever live discussion episode of a Vietnam podcast. It's been so much fun. Thank you to Adrian Lopez Mackay. Thank you to Jack Nguyen. Thank you to Sue Rabi. To Chris. <laughs> Jack, Jack, Mark, and the real Chris. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you very much to the workshop for hosting yeah. us tonight. Yeah. Guys, uh, thank you very much. Good night. We, we, you know it, Nile. In denial. hope you enjoyed this episode if you're like me you may use your laptop at places where you have to use public wi-fi this opens you up to digital snoopers it's a massive problem it can be your internet service provider or you know who looking at what you do online or a cyber criminal trying to steal your bank passwords or credit card info or even a hacker at the next table trying to steal your sensitive data 
These days, it is vital that you keep your data safe. NordVPN keeps all of these snoopers away. It makes your internet activity private, protects you from accessing dangerous websites that are fishing for your data, and lets you enjoy your favorite content securely, even while away from home. And it's easy to use, even I could use it. I've actually been using NordVPN for years now here in Vietnam, and I'm excited to be an affiliate partner with them. I've used NordVPN to watch Netflix, BBC, Disney Plus with ease, and I also know that my information and data are safe from prying eyes, whoever they may be. Join now and you'll get 68% off and three months free when you go to my link, nordvpn.com forward slash SMB. Just again, for those hard of hearing, nordvpn.com forward slash SMB. The link is also in the show notes. I know nobody checks them out, but go check that out and you can get the link from wherever you are listening to this podcast. As an affiliate partner, it also means that I will get a small commission when you sign up, but at no extra cost to you. So not only will you be getting a great deal through 7 Million Bikes, you get a great VPN and you'll be supporting 7 Million Bikes podcast. Stay safe online and enjoy the shows you love. Any questions, just let me know. You know how to get in touch with me. And thanks for listening to this show. Cheers.